Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. Jack, I just want to tell you we thoroughly enjoy listening to your podcast, but your new segment on the Song of the Week uh, seems to be new stuff. Could you ever go back and do some retro classic country music Song of the Week to go with maybe a, a retro movie that sometimes you do that are in the archives? So uh, once again, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener, but uh, would love the music to maybe be a, a classic country variety. Maybe we could do, uh, you know, name your favorite classic country music song and do a a pure country type movie or something like that just a thought uh carry on keep up the great work we love you jack well that was a caller off of the horrible movie phone 417-319-4677 that's 417-319-4677 and at the request of that caller we're going to play some hot awesome oldies country by a great artist um, the director of the South Dakota Tourism Board. That's right. It's Frank Dakota with the Internet Love Song. Here he is. Song of the Week. Don't let your woman play on the Internet. Classic country. She'll run away with a man she ain't never met. One click of the mouse and she's out of the house And she's out on her own And there ain't no way in heck cause she's a-coming home Yeah, yeah, yeah Thank you! I'm done! <laughs> that's right, that's Frank Dakota, the Internet Love Song. Alright, welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in uh, and downloading this episode. Uh, today with us... Speaking of Frank Dakota, live from uh, <laughs> Spearfish, South Dakota, uh, on his way to Vegas, actually, for a bachelor party in Vegas, it's Frank Dakota, the director of the South Dakota Tours Board. Frank, thanks for stopping in. Thanks for having me, Jack. <laughs> uh, Frank, tell us a little bit about um, some great options. It's the very beginning of March. Uh, is it also March in South Dakota? It's so so much further away from us. Is well, it the same we month actually, as we're in? It is the same month, but um, we just had a big snowstorm. Oh, really? Yes. What 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 towns were hit the worst? Uh, Sioux Falls was hit big time, and all the schools were actually canceled. Is that a rare thing in South Dakota? It is very rare because we have top of the line plows there. <laughs> the best in the world probably pretty close 
That's pretty phenomenal. Platinum tip plow blades, I'm sure. Um, what else is going on in March in South Dakota? Well, our jackrabbits are headed to the March Madness. <laughs> oh, you mean you mean the South Dakota State Jackrabbits? Yes, don't you know? <laughs> I thought I thought <laughs> that you meant literal <laughs> jackrabbits that were going crazy. <laughs> well, that happens too. Okay. Uh, tell us a little bit about the South Dakota Jackrabbits team. Well, they are led by Mike Dom. He averages about a double double. How he, tall a guy is he? He is six foot nine. Whoa, Whoa. mama! And that's he, one tall jackrabbit. And he, now is that including his ears? Yes. <laughs> and he can make it rain from three point line. That's so, kind of like Clark Griswold when he gets to the roulette table can make it rain, huh? Pretty much. Well, cool. Um, is Papa is Mister is Nick Papa Giorgio on your team? Uh, no. Um, but we wish he was. Two more facts before we let you go uh, and get back on the road here. I know you're joining us live here uh, from uh, Spearfish, South Dakota. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, one more awesome thing uh, that people can look forward to in um, in uh, March for tourism in South Dakota. Well, we are going to start our fishing tours at old spearfish um i know in the past commercials we've talked about where you can spear a fish but don't you know these fish are really starting to bite so starting march 15th we are going to start spearing fish on our tours where you will get an actual two-foot spear on our boat okay and you will have a chance to spear the biggest fish you've ever seen. How old do you have to be to spear these fish? How, how What's the youngest you can be to get these spears? We will take anyone from the age of 16 to 99. Okay, I was worried that we were going to have little kids with these spears. Are these sharp? No, really? no, no. Are oh, these really do. sharp? Very sharp. I didn't know how old school you were. No. We we would never put anybody's life in danger or in eyes. South Dakota. Would you ever say, <laughs> What? Kid, you're gonna spear your eye out and then <laughs> kick him down the slide. That's sorry, that's the wrong movie. Well, Frank, thanks for stopping in. Thank you for having me, Jack. Uh, get ahead and get back on the highway. And um, here we go to Vegas. Oh, going to Vegas. Now, where, where are you staying at in Vegas when you get there? Um, the Bellagio. No, Caesar's Palace. Oh, very nice. Yes. Um, if the if you see Danny Ocean or Brad Pitt or any of those people, there, be careful. Okay. okay. Thank you, Jack. You don't want to get implicated in a uh, in a crime. And let's say I ask you to be part of their team. That would be exciting. That would be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Frank, thanks for stopping in, bro. Thank you. All right. Good luck. And we can't wait to see you. Uh, and tell us a little bit more. Last thing, uh, the, South Dakota, the South Dakota Tourism Board, uh, just some, some quick things about them. And uh, just tell us about it real quick. Well, we... Soon we'll be having zip lining off of Crazy Horse. So I I know it might sound crazy, but only crazy things are done at Crazy Horse. All right. Well, tell us about your South Dakota Tourism Board website, um, and uh, and then uh, one one more thing. You can talk. You can find us at travelsouthdakota.com. And don't you know, great faces, great places. 
It's got to be South Dakota. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. See you, bro. <laughs> Woo! Well done. Well done. All right. Well, folks, so we're back here uh, after that live uh, interview with Frank Dakota uh, and the South Dakota Tourism Board. Speaking of tourism, we're headed to Vegas. That's yes. right. I want to invite you to I want, uh, everyone give it up for you have uh, applause. Uh, the applause, the live studio audience is going to uh, give an applause here. Everyone give it up for Grant Youngsma. Yep, that's right. How's that, it going? It's going great. Um, you know, I've never actually met Frank Dakota before. No, I, I mean, I've, I just have talked to him on the phone. I, I reached out to the South Dakota Tourism Board uh, several months ago, and they hooked us up with a great guy. And it's crazy because I'm actually from South Dakota. Whoa, I've whoa, never whoa, met whoa, him before. Whoa, wait a minute. You're from South Dakota? Yes. Weird. Huh. What a coincidence. We need to hook up with him this, this summer. Maybe we'll drive to South Dakota. That'd be great. And find him somewhere in Spearfish. Um, well, you, you told me you wanted to do a movie a while back, and that movie was? Vegas Vacation. Okay, why Vegas Vacation? Well... Um, I've always enjoyed the vacation movies to begin with. Yeah. And this one kind of just sticks out because it's kind of the one not many people, I mean, quite a few people have seen this one, but it's not quite as popular as the original Vacation or Christmas Vacation. Okay. And when you watch this movie, you surely will know why it's not as popular. <laughs> it's not near as good. I will admit that. Where, where's this fall in the vacation timeline? Is this like the third movie in the series or what i think technically, this is the or is it the fourth this is the fourth movie in the series because european comes before it yeah european vacation oh. which in my eyes actually european vacation is the worst one i would agree with that too um real quick and they just did one like a few years ago right yeah with uh ed helms right yeah which i i don't think it was as well received but maybe we should have done that one on here yeah um we're gonna do something real quick and we're gonna do it out of order okay Okay. We're doing 30 second synopsis. Okay. We're going to do it first. Okay. And we are uh, going to do it first. And then when we come back from break, we will do um, the uh, time for some deets. You ready? Vegas vacation. Uh, rewind. National Lampoon's Vegas vacation. You ready? Yes, are you I ready? Am. Here it goes. Well, you have Clark Griswold, who's just won a bonus. and But this time it's not the Jelly of the Month Club. So. <laughs> Clark gets this idea that they're going. Ellen and Clark are going to renew their wedding vows. So where are they going to go? Somewhere romantic. It's got to be Vegas. It's got to be. And Vegas. so they go to Vegas, and then Clark becomes a gambling addict, and uh, Ellen hooks up with Wayne Newton, and oh, the so hilarity weird. ensues. Oh yeah, here we go. Watch Vegas Vacation. <laughs> okay, so you kind of at the end was awesome because you're like, and the hilarity ensues. <laughs> watch it now watch it now on the back of the box well very good um i love chevy chase and i've always loved chevy chase me too and um i, I don't love him as much on community but we'll talk about that in a bit but anyway you don't like him on community he's not that good on community um season one i, I, was re- really, I really like his character because he's he's so different than all the other characters on that show. Now that is true. He is more laid back and and everything. Well, and, else, and too. racist. Like I mean, he is like. Well, he's older, and so he, <laughs> so he's he's of the generation. They're they're playing that character. I don't know Chevy Chase from Adam, but you know what yeah. I'm saying in real life. But they're playing him up to be that old curmudgeon, think, curmudgeon-y older generation. Guy. I think the idea of of someone of his age going to a community college, like a two year school, 
at, at you know at his stage in life and like all the mystery behind like how he had all this money at one point and everything. I actually really like his character on Community. How many but seasons were there of that show? Six or five. The, so the the whole like hashtag was six seasons in a movie. And so um, I think they actually did six eventually, but they had to do the last one online. Hmm. So through, through Yahoo, I think it was. Yeah. Caitlin and I watched the first season and we loved it, but we haven't seen anything past that. Yeah, it, it only gets better from there. Well, kind of. <laughs> Whenever we come back, we're going to talk about Vegas Vacation with Grant A. Youngsma. We'll be right back. Well, and Chevy Chase, friends, um, he is, um, honestly, as far as I'm concerned, Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. man, it's funny. I got to watch it every Christmas. Oh, yeah. Um, it's uh, a must. Yeah, and um, just regular Vacation, just National Lampoon's Vacation. I love that movie. Like, it's so much fun. Uh, whenever they pick up the ant in Arizona and she ends up passing away, they kill her dog by <laughs> keeping her, keeping it stuck to the back of the car. It's so sad. And then they end <laughs> he up, must have made she, it one she or dies. You know, his legs just couldn't keep up. That's what the high patrolman says. <laughs> Sir, I'll go get the, the carcass from the road. <laughs> oh, anyway. So, um, that European vacation again, I just didn't like it very much. It wasn't as funny to me. Um, and then, like I say, Christmas Vacation, awesome. And then they made this movie, Vegas Vacation. Um, not the worst movie I've ever seen, Grant. No, not by far. No, but in the pantheon of uh, vacation movies, yeah, I, in my eyes, this is the number three movie in the franchise. I do like it better than European Vacation. And I agree. the new one, I, I haven't seen. The I didn't. New one. I didn't particularly like it very much. And I, the magic comes. Through Chevy Chase, in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Through Chevy Chase. Um, he, in the 80s, was gold. Pure gold. Gold, Jerry, gold. And he could almost, I mean, he did, he had some of them that weren't very good, but he had Fletch and, um, you know, gosh, missing front should have told you. I love it. Um, was that Wally World they go to? And that was called in the first movie? Yep. So good. Yeah. And, um, and then they take the security Kennedy. or whatever he is hostage. Hostage. So, um, I I feel like they have um, like they kept making this. This is the fourth installment, and maybe they should have cut it off. And I remember watching this when I was younger and thinking, yeah, they shouldn't have even made this movie. But let's talk about this movie a little bit first. It is time. It is time of fulsome deets. The details. Of the movie, Vegas Vacation, directed by Stephen Kessler, produced by Jerry Weintraub. Jerry Weintraub, folks. Um, He has done many things. He produced An Evening with John Denver, a live performance by John Denver. Did you know that? Jerry Weintraub. Um, He's produced all kinds of things, like just, just... oodles and boodles and caboodles of things. There he is. Lots of HBO stuff. Uh, he produced the... Uh, he was the uh, he was the director of uh, uh, many, many things that he's produced. He's produced the Ocean's Eleven movie and yada, yada, yada. So there he is, Jerry Weintraub. Congratulations, Jerry. Um, starring Chevy Chase. Actually, based on characters by John Hughes, who created the characters in the first in the original Vacation movie. Uh, Chevy Chase is starring Beverly D'Angelo. Um, 
Anyway, nice lady. Randy Quaid, Wayne Newton, a very young Ethan Embry. Ethan Embry was in um, Can't Hardly Wait, which I thought was really good. It was a cool movie that I watched. You ever seen Can't Hardly Wait? You need to watch that. I have not. High school movie. Uh, they graduate. Anyway, he's he's the main actor. And then um, he's also in, drum roll please, he is in, can't think of it. Oh, he's in um, Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, as the, know, as the the policeman or sheriff or whatever he is. Um, and then, uh, among others. He, let's see, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 1997. Is this what you did on Valentine's Day? No, I bought, Day? I bought flowers for a girl, though, on February 14th, 1997. I know that for sure. Um, anyway, there you go. I don't, I don't think I went and saw this on Valentine's girl, Day. I'm not going to name names. We can't I was going to say, names. and that girl became your wife. No, we were, I mean, it was my, it was my longtime girlfriend, but... I don't think my parents sadly, would that's let me not the see case. this. Not, I shouldn't say sadly because I'm not sad about it not being the case. Um, <laughs> At the age of six. I don't you think, were six? I don't think my parents would let Whoa. me see this. <laughs> Whoa. Um, that's crazy. So, Miller's seven. So it's safe to say that you saw this movie much later after it came out. I think the first time I saw it was in college because it was in the $5 Walmart bin. And I was like, hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed the first two. You'll love Why this. Why not try this right one? Right on. Um, budget $25 million um, and box office only $36.4 million. So, you know, not a huge not a huge boom, but they did technically make their money back. And in Hollywood talk, what's that really even mean? Um, okay. So here we go. Let's talk about the plot of this movie a little bit, Grant, because that's probably something we should cover. I won't go word for word on things. People don't like it as much when I do. So here we go. Chevy Chase is, and he reprises his role as Clark Griswold, he is an inventor. He makes a long-term food preservative, um, and, of course, he gets a huge bonus check. What did you say he did not spend it on in the in not, the 30 seconds in office? Not the Jelly of the Month Club. That's the gift <laughs> that keeps on giving all year long, Clark. <laughs> That's right, Eddie. <laughs> oh, that's right. That rant in Christmas Vacation is one of the best yeah. things ever. I think it's one of the best things in cinema. Honestly, like it, him just going on and on and just laughing his way through it, like hysterically. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> beepity beep. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> um. So anyway, um, he wants to reward his family. He's also going to renew his vows with um Ellen, uh, his lovely wife. So you're thinking maybe Hawaii, somewhere romantic. Let's go to Vegas. He wants to go to Vegas. Um, the kids, uh, all right, rewind. Rusty loves the idea. By the way, this is the, what, the fourth Rusty yeah. in the series? Yeah. Um, which, there's some famous Rusties. Um, what's Johnny his name? Galecki. Anthony Michael Hall was the first one. And then uh, Johnny Galecki. There's another one in the middle that I cannot remember. That's the watch. one but, in but European. Are, your point is that these are actors that have gone on to, to do big... Yeah, Bulls, right. Yeah, but they've but they've all been different. I don't know if you can find the the third the third of uh, the European vacation one. I can't remember. I don't think it was Anthony Michael Hall again. It may have been. I don't know. And different. Um, what's the daughter's name? Jason Lively was. Uh, yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, that's Audrey. And Audrey, different Audreys too. So, um, we've got um a great uh reprising of um Randy Quaid is in this movie. He comes back as cousin Eddie. Um. And Catherine comes back in this movie as well as his wife. So they are um, on their adventure. They run into, um, of course, the woman in the Ferrari is back in it, uh, Christy Brinkley. 
isn't it? And, jeez. Um, anyway. She uh, has a kid now in the movie, which I thought was kind of weird whenever I watched it the first time. In the car. In the car seat with her. Anyway, there you go. So they get to Vegas. And um, they do they go to the Hoover Dam tour first? No, they 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 start to they go they, they go their separate ways. They go to they go to a Siegfried and Roy's show first. And Clark actually gets pulled on stage for that one. Some awkward sort of thing that always Don't happens. Don't they like to them. turn him into a lion or swap places? Yes, yes. And then they um, when does she run into Wayne Newton in the casino? That's the next day when next they day. go their separate ways. So, but they they. They go on a group tour. Eddie, Eddie and his family live in or north of Las Vegas, right? Yep. On a hydrogen bomb test site. Can't can't make this stuff. Well, they did make this stuff up. Never mind. Um, they go on a group. They go on a group damn tour, meaning a who? They go on the Hoover, Hoover damn. damn tour. D A M. This is probably the funniest part of the movie for me. I don't know how to. It's, a it's D, not even in Vegas. It's a D D A M tour, folks. Mm-hmm. Every time we say that word, we're spelling it D A M on the Hoover Dam tour. D A M. So just know, and the tour guide is what makes this scene. Yeah, John great. P. Finnegan is the actor that plays this, and they uh, he over and over again goes, "Thanks, folks, for coming on the Dam tour." <laughs> and again. It's the Hoover Dam tour, just so you know. It's an actual tour of a, a dam, meaning a river blockage. <laughs> <laughs> Folks in the live chat gave us that tip earlier on the pre-show in the uh, river blockage. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so thanks for that in the live chat. River blockage or the Hoover Dam tour. Um, th- they go over and over again. Um, Clark gets away from the group. And he, how does he make the crack in the dam? I don't remember, but he tries to patch it up with gum. Yes, and then expands <laughs> and starts to leak, and then he just leaves, doesn't he? Yep. Um, but then he can't find the group anymore. Yeah, he climbs on the scaffolding, the scaffolding uh, to the top of the dam. Uh, <laughs> the 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 water's roaring below, and then he, I guess, he and then sits. it snaps, and then is he does he fall like a cartoon? No, he's like swinging, but he gets off of it, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. So the next night, uh, they they find tickets to the Wayne Newton concert, uh, and ooh, and a dress for Ellen, because he is Wayne. Guys, folks, you have to know something about Wayne Newton. Um, that if he sees, if he sees, he gets what he wants. <laughs> Wayne Newton is is unbelievable. Women love him. Right. And Clark's kind of distracted, so yeah, he's gambling course, away. Uh, he can't stop gambling. He really wanted to go, so he did are, he. Are they separated from each other for this whole trip? Well, they go their separate ways, and it makes Clark mad at first. But then he starts gambling and just forgets about all his cares, I guess. <laughs> and his wife. And his wife, <laughs> and she's wooed, woo woo wooed by Wayne Newton. Dagaje, dagaje, dagaje. He's irresistible, really. Well, he's Wayne Newton. I would agree in the live chat that uh, we've said we, uh, Lynn in the live chat says that the best Rusty Audrey combo from this series is Galecki, Jimmy, Johnny Galecki. I always say Jimmy, Johnny Galecki, and um, uh, what's her face, Lewis. Uh, I always get that wrong. Why do I always get her name wrong? Um, 
dang it. Quickly, quickly. Someone help me. Juliet. Juliet Lewis. My gosh. Anyway, that's the best combo. And I would agree. That's actually the best one. That's from Christmas. Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation is gold. It is gold. Hollywood gold. Yeah, it is Hollywood gold. So they are um, separated uh, on the trip. Remember, they're they're there to re- renew Clark and Ellen's wedding vows. And they're going well, their separate ways. Uh, Clark gambles their entire bank account away. $22,600. Yeah, $22,600. Uh, and Ellen and the kids are all mad. And, um, man, they leave. They just basically leave him on his own. Um, what are the kids doing during this They're time? gambling, too. Oh, okay. No. Audrey's not. Audrey's with uh, Cousin Eddie. Cousin Vicky. Yeah. Cousin Vicky. And they go to an adult establishment, and they get jobs as dancers, if you know what I mean. I'm not even <laughs> going to say the name of those that kind of establishment, but they go there as dancers, um, which is cr- kind of crazy. Eddie, um, Eddie's there. Uh, Eddie's pretty much hanging out with Clark. Right. He has money buried in his front yard, and he cu- comes to Clark's rescue um, and they go to this casino to get their money back, but it ends up um, Clark uses Eddie's money, gambles it away. I'm pretty sure Eddie tells them, we're going to go to a casino where we can't lose. And it's a, <laughs> explain this, tell folks about this casino. Well, it's like all these dumb games like rock, paper, scissors, guess a number. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know why on earth they would go there because, I mean... That's pure luck, which I guess you do have but some luck with gambling. Lose. But it's like pure luck that like kids on a playground and would like, play. Why would you play? <laughs> why would you play? Pick a number. You're never gonna win that. Pick a number. Well, that wasn't the number I was thinking of. <laughs> I want to give David David some props in the live chat for uh, uh, sending Juliet Lewis as the answer. Yeah. I know we said it already, but anyway, thank you. Thanks for coming to our rescue, folks. What what other games do they have? Is like jacks. Like, <laughs> I would. The, I think the only two they show Clark playing is rock paper scissors. And yeah, and he he ends up losing them, doesn't he? Yep. He's playing against the dealer. Yep. Okay. He which, realizes there's. Oh, go ahead. Which the dealer's pretty famous in his own right. Is it? Um, it's uh the guy from. Uh, oh, I looked up his name earlier. It's the guy from Princess Bride. Uh, I had to look it up. But his name's Marty in the movie. Marty. And him and Marty Wall- just... Wallace Shawn. <clears throat> him and Marty. Oh, my gosh. Wall- it is Wallace Shawn. Yeah. He is in so many movies as that character. He's like, inconceivable. <laughs> That's in Princess Bride, right? Yep. Yep. But, I mean, pretty much... Inconceivable. Mar- Marty just makes fun of Clark the whole time. The whole time. So good. Um... Gosh. Never get involved in a land war in Asia. <laughs> like at at one point, Clark has five dollars left to his name, and there's a ten dollar minimum at this table that Marty's at. And Clark asks him what he could get for five dollars, and Marty tells him he can buy a bullet and borrow a gun for five dollars. <laughs> but um, so we are, we are no, we are uh now. Clark realizes that he must not worry about getting his money back. He's got to get his family back. It's pretty good. That'd be a pretty good trailer. <laughs> and Clark Griswold realizes the error of his ways. But is it too late to save his family? Anyway, what happens when Clark has a heart of gold? And a heart of, a heart of gold and empty pockets. 
Clark gets the family together. They have $2 to spend on Keno. Um, they sit down by Sid Caesar, which is kind of interesting. Um, and um, Clark tells the guy that, um, gosh, tells the man to, to consider himself part of the uh, Griswold family for the night. Uh, and so he helps them out and uh, basically helps them win their money back. Is that correct? Or it gets them a... Uh, well, what happens is he has a massive heart attack and he's going in and out of consciousness. Who who does? Sorry. The old guy. Sid Caesar. Wh- Sid Caesar. Okay. Which he's a loner and his ticket ends up falling to Clark and they end up winning quite a bit of money. <laughs> um, gosh, ridiculous. Anyway, so... Um, and then they end up riding four they, cars. They win cars. That, they drive... They won cars, correct? Yep. A Dodge Viper, a Ford Mustang, a Hummer, and a Ford Aspire, which is really funny. Which <laughs> Papa Giorgio he gets, won. He, he won a, that one. A car. He was trying to win. He was actually gambling the whole time, wasn't he? As a big-time gambler. Yeah, and he wasn't even, uh, even of age. So he, But he's old enough to drive? Like he drives one of the cars out? Yep. All four of them drive one. Anyway, so there you go. Not again. Not the greatest of all times. Um, the funniest part is Hoover Dam. What's what's the second? I would say thing? the 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 other thing when whenever you first visually see the low budget uh, casino, like the off strip, you know, Vegas casino is fun. Uh, the Wayne Newton stuff. It, it, it's part of how these movies are made anyway. Where it's like the story where they all kind of go. They don't go their separate ways, but they have to have these side adventures and so that that plays into it i think it's usually funny when someone plays themselves but themselves as like a sleazeball yeah like that when newton would be willing to do that like i will play myself like i i myself am playing myself in this movie but i'm gonna be a complete jerk throughout the whole film and yeah i'm I'm cool with that i think that's awesome he's gonna steal someone else's wife yeah i love it anyway um, good on him to to do that be willing to do that but yeah it's and Cousin Eddie always brings humor to it. Love it. And what, what is he doing primarily th- throughout the movie? Just gambling with Clark? He, he shows up at the weirdest times. He goes on the dam tour, the Hoover Dam tour with Hoover. them. And uh, <laughs> at one point in the Vegas casino, he shows up in swimming gear. He's got his snorkeling. And... So, okay, so he's gambling the whole time, but separately from... Yeah, the Griswold family. Uh, honestly, um, Sid Caesar being in this is really cool because he's uh, he 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 was the creator of this show called The Show of Shows, Your Show of Shows, which Mel Brooks was a big part of. A writer, Neil Simon, all these people, he kind of helped launch their career, you know. And um, there's all these people that worked on that show, like Carl Reiner and Woody Allen and Neil Simon and Mel Brooks and all these people. And that Sid Sid is the person, the guy that dies. But it's kind of cool that he's in that. He's also in Greece, but he's the coach in Greece. So the old coach in Greece. Anyway, that was probably one of my favorite parts that he was in the movie. So, but I mean, if you're looking for a movie to watch yeah. at night, I mean, it's not horrible. And, no, and if it's on TV, on TBS or something, you'd watch. Don't it. get us wrong. We've done horrible movies. Horrible, <laughs> horrible. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this. Oh yeah. And we're back. 
yeah, um, we were talking about our favorite parts in the live chat. They were talking about their uh, favorite parts too. Lynn was talking about uh, Mr. Papa Giorgio being, that's pretty good. Ethan Embry played that part pretty well as Rusty. Um, you said Wayne Newton being the sleaze, which is interesting. It's really That weird. he would play that part. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, just overall, like I said, I, uh, it's just a movie that it's just, I think, I feel like it's on this show right now on our podcast based on the fact that as a sequel in this series, and it's the fourth. The fourth is normally we've done Batman and Robin, which was the fourth of that, that Batman series. Uh, yeah, I can guarantee you, if they'd done a fourth of the uh, uh, Christian Bale Batmans, that probably would have been worthy. Because just by four, by the time you get to four movies, can anyone think of a fourth of something that's and like the fourth Transformers is horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've done that one on here too. Uh, anyway. You just, it's it's just hard to keep that up. So, anyway, horrible for other reasons, obviously. But, um, yeah, pretty bad. Uh, let's talk about the goods and bads. What's the goods for you in this movie, Grant? The Hoover Dam Tour. Oh, yeah. Is hilarious. Yep. Just make sure you watch that part of the movie. If you are going to watch that movie, you need to watch that part. And probably rewind and watch it again. And watch it again. <laughs> um, Phil, you remember this movie enough to tell a favorite part? Um, I I said before I hadn't seen the movie, but as you guys were talking about, I was like, I know I've seen some of these scenes. I think it was maybe on in the background at a party or something like that. I definitely have seen some of it. Um, I, I definitely liked the Wayne Newton stuff because I remember, he, doesn't he like send her a dress like mm-hmm. to her room or something? And like he's, he's completely hitting on this woman and... The fact that she's like swooning over this guy that's basically a, a crooner, um, and he invites her to his house, and yeah, that's right, yeah, for a date. I think that's a romantic dinner. I think that's pretty interesting. Wayne, and like Wayne Newton, like I'm trying to think of other actors that have played themselves in movies, and like maybe um, in uh, Zoolander or not Zoolander, um, uh, Zombieland, Bill Murray. Playing, oh my gosh. Playing himself. Yeah. That's another ty- another type of thing where like Bill Murray is like like a a, a, a complete weirdo in mm-hmm. that movie, but he's probably not a complete I don't know, maybe he is a complete weirdo in real life, but Maybe. I I love seeing actors play themselves. And, he, and even though Wayne Newton's not necessarily an actor, he's a well-known pop culture icon. Yeah. That's true. So, but he's an anyway. actor. <laughs> um my favorite parts, like I said, um just the reprisal, Randy Quaid is, is bearable, and, and so it's it's pretty decent. Uh, Chevy Chase um, had character. I don't know. I want to say jump the shark at this point because it's hard for Clark Griswold to jump the shark, but it definitely is not his greatest work of all time. But um, it's not as bad as European Vacation, which was like you know twenty years before this, or uh, not twenty, but eighteen, seventeen years before this. I. Um, it's cool a background. Las Vegas is always a cool background for movies. Yeah, I think it translates well. Did you guys watch the, like the Oceans movies? Yeah, yeah. Oceans They're eleven, very good. Oceans eleven, and Oceans thirteen. I didn't like Oceans twelve very much. It wasn't as Do good. All, all three of them take place in Vegas. Oh yeah, they're all heist movies. Okay, gotcha. But I will say Oceans twelve. I think went some other places. I feel like anyway, it's like Cars two. Why? Um, but that's another another conversation. Uh, what are some bads? Some glaring problems, Grant. What are some issues? Mm, well, with it being a franchise, you always compare it to the other ones. Yeah. And you can definitely tell 
that this is not on the same level as the first two. Right. And I personally think it's better than European Vacation, but it's nowhere near. So kind of just living up to the expectations, which I feel like the newest one kind of brought it down even farther. So I've heard. It, um, the, this is definitely a letdown from family vacation is the first one and Christmas vacation. Um, better than European, like we're saying. However, the missing issues are this it's kind of played out now, it's very formulaic. And so, the fourth time you've seen this formula, you kind of expect some things, and that's good in some instances, but not as good in this instance. Um, the Vegas background is good, but it also is uh, very, it, it gets you caught in a box, like you're stuck in that box. And um, Wayne Newton acting is kind of funny to watch. <laughs> yeah, because like, it's I, like weird. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's basically the same, which Clark Griswold is hilarious. Yes. And don't get me wrong, I love the character of Clark But he's not Griswold. as funny in this as he has yeah. in the other stuff. And and that's obvious. And I don't know if it's writing or just what what do you, what do you do with this character you've done, you know, three times before this now. And he's going to do the same sort of shtick where he's clueless and, and he's going to be gets in a huge mess. Yes, and then they have to find their way out of the huge mess. And and it's a comedy. And you know, we don't see comedies anymore. You don't really you guys do you see comedies anymore? I mean, I guess they made the they made the new vacation movie, and that's probably a good sign that they tried to be as comedy driven with that as they could. Ed Helms as Clark Griswold is not as big of a, or is that he's Clark? He's Clark's son, isn't son. he? He plays Rusty. Yeah. Rusty, yeah. And that's not bad. There's, but there's literally been a different Rusty in, in every movie. Yeah, every Rusty is different. <laughs> well, let's write this movie. I, go I, ahead. Go ahead. I thought of another yeah. really really good cameo. I, I I'm like I'm stuck on cameos right now because of Wayne Newton, but um, Bob Barker in Happy Gilmore. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, is so so good. Yeah, like how about him? Like he was still doing The Price Is Right. I mean, yeah. actively. The Price and, Is Wrong, Phil. <laughs> I don't when think they said, I don't think when they literally fight on the golf course. Well, and they they're rolling over each yeah. other, like they're rolling down a, a grassy knoll or whatever, tumbling over each yeah. other. So good. Yeah. Like in, into a, a bunker. And I don't know why actors or like in his case a game show host would be willing to like deface themselves on like film for forever i mean like that's stamped on the histories of yeah but it's good I mean, you remembered it that's why it's so great like because you can remember it i that's think why. i would like to think that if, if i ever became a billion dollar actor that i'd be willing to just and that's completely why. act a fool sometimes and people and love that movie oh yeah that's another one yeah i love it people love watching We've done what pixels on this, which is an Adam Sandler movie, but we definitely will never do Happy Gilmore or Billy Mad. I feel like two thousand is kind of that that crossroads. Like anything post two thousand is going to be up for grabs. His ninety stuff actually is pretty well right. received. Even and then he did what a lot of people do. He did Spanglish, which was kind of like the you could do just a more go serious with it. role, which is he's not done, very good. He's in a couple serious ones. Let's just go with it. What's that about? Um, I like how we switch to Adam Sandler here. That's kind of fun. That's when uh, he. Basically, just hits on women. He uses, uh, I think the storyline goes that he gets divorced, but he tells everybody that uh, his wife died and they don't like it. Jennifer Aniston's in it. I, 
They, I think you and I have oh, had this. Oh, I think I remember this. You, you and I have had this disagreement before because just, just Go With It is one of my favorite comedies of all time. But like, and Jessica and I really, really like it. It's it's really funny to us. But I've seen the Rotten Tomatoes score, and most people agree with you, not me. But for some reason, we we just love that movie. Which one of my favorites that he's recently, recently, I mean, in the past like four or five years, is Blended, which is a good one when him and Drew Barrymore are back together on screen. It's pretty good. From Wedding Singer, right? They were initially on Wedding Singer together, right? Well, and um. 51st states. 51st states, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that one scored that great either, but that's yeah. one of Caitlin and I's favorites. Well, let's real quick, let's rate this movie here. Um, scale of one horrible being mm, not horrible, bad, bad, but not, you know, whatever. Five being just like mega dumpster fire of a movie. Maybe the editing department from Red Dawn. Sorry. <laughs> It's weird. The movie was weird. Anyway, what do you think, Grant? If regular, if regular Christmas Vacation is like a positive five, on the other end of the scale, right? Um, and acid to your eyeballs is a five, uh, five horribles. I mean, on the horrible scale, I would say it's got to be a one or a two. Oh, wow. A one. I don't know if we've had many ones on this show. Because, I mean, it really, I mean, in the eyes of the vacation industry, yes. it is bad. Like we've talked about, it's the second or second worst one. Oh, the movies, the vacation industry. Yes. This would be a, this would be a really bad trip. <laughs> but, if, you're, if this were your family's trip to Vegas, this would be like, we'll never forget this one, will we, kids? <laughs> Yeah, we watched uh, $22,000 go down the drain. But then we won a bunch of cars. But um, if, you, if you look at it in the grand scale, grand scheme of all the movies, it's really not that bad because there's so many movies that are way worse than this one. Well, and the National Lampoon is in other movies. Like Van Wilder yep. was really bad, apparently, um, and, and several others. But like I looked it up. Right before we started the show, and the of the five vacation movies that they've done, it's number five. Like it's it's the lowest. Like even the the Ed Helms movie is is slightly higher. Because then I think I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes and got thirteen percent. Yeah, which I mean I think it's well deserving yeah. of it. Right. But yeah. Right. In my eyes, it's not. It's just not as funny as the other ones, right? Yeah. I mean, my wife and I watch. I told you this before we started recording. We watch Christmas Vacation almost every year, and that that's a show. Or a movie that you could watch annually, yeah, every twelve months, and it totally holds up. Like it is really funny, yeah. But Vegas Vacation is not really that film where you just you can watch it every year. Mm-mm. No way, it's two for me. This is a two on the horrible scale. Um, big time fourth sequel or fourth movie, in it, you know, third sequel, and the storyline is meh, you know, um. Kudos for the effort. I'm I'm liking when Chevy Chase works. Randy Quaid working. Randy Quaid's got some some real tax issues. I don't know if you guys knew about this or not, but whatever. He's hiding out in Canada. Last time I knew, it's real. Like Wolverine. He is Wolverine. <laughs> he is Logan. Randy Quaid. So anyway, um, well, very cool. Um, Grant, what have you been into lately? Let's talk about this real quick. Well. Being the big sports fan, you are that I local. Am. You and James Green 
our local sports aficionados and maybe the McCleary boys if they come on because they know their sports too. Great, but, tell us about it. Um, the big news, I'm going to cover two sports. Two. Number one, one, golf. Not many people enjoy golf, but um, today, which it'll be last Sunday, Tiger Woods finished second place in the tournament and was one stroke off the lead. I know. He's it was kind of back. He had a what, a, what did he have last week? What place? Last week, he was in 12th place. Yeah, he's in so, back in the money. I mean, he was one stroke off. And so when Tiger Woods is playing good golf, golf is a little bit better, folks. Yeah. And like people were saying, people enjoy golf more when Tiger Woods is playing well. Yes. And whenever Tiger decides to leave, it won't be good. He's 42 now. 42 True. years. But then the second thing, basketball season is about to come mm-hmm. to its most exciting point of the year. Supposedly. And that is March Madness. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. So <laughs> I've heard of it. My eyes will be glued to my TV from Thursday to when the dance is done. I'll tell you what, and this isn't the case at the school I work at now, but when I was in high school, man, we shut down the first two days of that tournament. Yeah. I we mean, just shut down. We were watching that tournament the whole time. What? During class? Oh, we didn't go to class. We just watched TV. It's great. We watched the tournament. I mean. I'm serious. You mean during your lunch hour? No. And I mean. All day long. So many people at work. In the 90s, we did that. We'll have it pulled up on their computer. It's big that deal. big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, shut her down. You so, can fire me if you want, but guess what? I'm watching this basketball tournament. So I'm being from South Dakota. No. The South Dakota State Jackrabbits, they average 84 points a game. And Mike Dom is the real deal. And they play Ohio State in the first round. So don't be surprised if next week you're talking about the Jackrabbits beating the Buckeyes. Mark it down. <laughs> the twelve five upset special. Oh. South Dakota State. Oh my gosh. Mark Still it down. It's not possible. Mark it down, Jack. No. It will not happen. Um Mizzou made it, made the tournament. They did. Um, people were kind of Mizzou making it and Oklahoma. I know a lot of people were upset that Oklahoma won because I correct me if my I'm wrong. Their record was like eighteen and fourteen. But they have one of the most exciting freshmen in all of college basketball. And that freshman is? Trey Young. Which, but I mean, I don't see Oklahoma winning their first round game. You don't think so? Who are they playing? Mm. Pull it up on your old phone there. Use your phone, sir. When you listen to this, folks, you probably already know. So, this is the sports moment. Is your sports minute. (laughs) <laughs> brought to you by Grant's phone. That's right. For all your sports needs, ask Grant at Grant's phone. What? How about that? Yeah, it's, it's true. It was weird. Like they watching, play, they play Rhode Island. They play they're like, what? They're gonna they're gonna get their butts no, handed whatever. to them. They've won eighteen by games. Rhode Island. Yeah, we we would literally. I'm just saying this. I we don't do that now at my the school I work at now. But when I was in high school, oh, here's the tournament. Crank up the TVs, and we had those Channel One TVs. Um, 
he would have won a billion dollars. That's true. And and Clark probably could have won a billion. In the live chat, David said Clark Griswold should have guessed uh, 64 brackets, uh, all 64 brackets in Vegas Vacation and won, all, won a billion dollars. In that movie, he could have because he won a Hummer and like uh, a Dodge Viper. <laughs> off of somebody else's ticket. It wasn't his. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. Sid Caesar <laughs> left him that ticket. He's part of the family. Anyway. Um, but I mean, March Madness. It is madness. Mark it on your calendar every year, Phil. You need to watch it. What's what? what when is the first game? The like, fir- well, the playing games start on Tuesday. But five five forty nope. central. No, nope. that's going to be. Uh, so by the time people LIU look, uh, Brooklyn versus Radford, and I watched I watched Radford play the other day. When does this air? Thursday. Well, for patron- yeah, this will drop Thursday. For patrons is it live chat tomorrow? Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And then um, for non-patrons, it's Thursday. But so Thursday, in, they'll be in full swing. Full swing, okay. That's Thursday and Friday will be those days that you want to tune in because that's where the crazy upsets happen. So you, you can, Always the 12 and the 5. And, and, that's the, always the big upset. people really? just end up ripping up their brackets. They're just like, I'm done. And in the past, there's been a couple 15 seeds over two seeds. Whoa. Which they're still looking for that 16 over a 1. That'll never happen. Which... I don't think that'll happen this year either. But if it did, you could imagine. If if it does, it'll be Xavier losing. Fifteen over two. But I I don't think I've, that's happen. happened before. Yeah, fifteen over two has definitely happened. So like, but with some injuries or something, right? Like, no, it's probably bad. They're, they're kids. They're they're you know eighteen to twenty two year old. You go in the mindset. Oh, we're playing a team that's way worse than us. Right and. And, and the 15 seed has nothing to lose. And they're up, and there's no slouches. You get to college sports, and especially that level, Division One level, everyone's good. Like the first year we went, um, my wife and I was two years ago in St. Louis, and um, we didn't see the 15-2 upset, but Middle Tennessee State beat Michigan State on a Friday, and then we went and saw them play Syracuse, and... They ended up losing, but people were just going nuts just because, I mean, they hadn't seen a 15-2 upset, and I think they ended up losing to Syracuse by like six or so. That's crazy. So, Where are the games this year? This year, the closest games to us are in Wichita. Then they're... Folks on the radio, hey, we're going to wrap it up. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Final, Which- final four will be in San Antonio, Texas. So are you guys going to the Wichita games? We are not going this year. Unfortunately, the price was a little high this year. So it's expensive. Like it's really that's an expensive ticket. Because I mean in the past years we've been able to get our tickets for two games for fifty bucks a piece. And this year they wow, were that's not bad. They were a hundred bucks a piece. Jeez. So wow. inflation. Russia. But hopefully I don't, I don't know if it's Sorry. just the market with Wichita because in the past, we've gone to St. Louis and uh, Tulsa. We went to last year. Stadium might be smaller in Wichita. Yeah, that that, that, that arena is probably a little bit smaller. Which Tulsa and St. Louis? I mean, the St. Louis was at the Blues Stadium, so they have the Blues. They have the big concerts coming in. Yeah, and in Tulsa, Keel. No, uh, what's it called? Um, Scott Trade Center. Mm. And then in Tulsa, they get big concerts coming in too. So. They have that revenue too, so which it does not any further than St. Louis, right? No, no. So hopefully we'll go in the next couple of years. Yeah, man, hundred bucks. It's a lot. It'd be fun to go watch though. I've never been to a tournament game. It is so exciting. I bet. 
Yeah, to be there live and yeah. yeah. Well, and there's there's so much passion and so much writing on it. Like uh, the emotion is high, high, high. Like we room. went to last year, we saw KU, which my wife's a huge KU fan, and that was the first game, KU Michigan State, and it was just jam packed of KU fans. And then the next game, Baylor plays USC, and no joke, probably fifty percent of those people left because they were diehard KU fans, and then. They just left. And was there wide open seats? Yeah. Did you move? No. <laughs> they probably they probably really yeah, they, on that there, the, yeah. They probably would just say, eh, I don't think so. <laughs> it's not like going to a game at JQH. No way. No way. All right. Well, Phil, play us out. Pick us a tune of some kind. Find some find some free music you found online and Oh. Oh, I like this song. It's a robot. Folks, thanks for tuning in today, downloading this episode. Uh, Studio DNA is the is the network. StudioDNA.media. The horrormoviepodcast.com. Um follow us on Twitter at one horrible movie. Rate, review, subscribe. Um, rate, review, subscribe, take a picture of that. And uh, send it to Jack Alter Jack at the horrormoviepodcast.com. And I will put your hat, put your name in the hat for a drawing of an Amazon gift card. I'm not lying. Do cool. it. Yeah. Do it. I dare I, you, folks. Uh, why not? I want an rate Amazon re- gift card. Well, then you, all you got to do is, to get your name in the drawing is rate and review on iTunes. Okay. You already have. And uh, I'll make another account. You make sure it's five stars. Take a picture. Take a screenshot of that. And then email that picture to jack at the com. I will put your name in the hopper for a month for the monthly drawing for a twenty dollar Amazon gift card. Do it. All it costs you is your time. Do it, folks. Listen to the live chat right now. Listen to dignity. Do it. You don't have to do dignity. Do it. I'm I'm paying them. I'm paying them. They get paid. I'm getting paid. Ah. Everybody gets paid. Get all y'all get paid. Ah. All right. See you guys soon. Remember that. Hey, seriously. Do it. iTunes. Make it happen, Captain. Helps us out a lot. I'm trying to promote this thing, Phil. All right. Make sure you South Dakota Tourism Board. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? Talking South Dakota. All right. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorrormoviepodcast.com.